about you. Wait, I'm looking at you. What I keep looking at me. You're scared now, right? Don't fail me, baby. It's just testing. Hey there, happy Wednesday, and this is so inappropriate. Hope you guys had a great week, and that is my favorite Justin Timberlake song. I think it's a little bit underrated because it's one of the old ones. It's called Like I Love You. It features some hip-hop artist I've never heard of named Clips, and I love it still, even though we all found out this week that he is a huge dick. So, fine, whatever. I, I just want to go... <laughs> I just want to say that um, I have never received so much hate in my entire life from when I talked about Britney Spears and the fact that I think that she needs to be medicated and someone needs to keep her money locked away so she doesn't spend it on LOL surprise dolls. Sorry. Whatever. I'm never talking about Britney Spears again. It's the most divisive thing I've ever spoken about. And I've actually spoken in defense of Donald Trump and this was worse for me. So... Bye, Brittany. Bye, everyone. I'm, I'm not changing my stance. I'm not apologizing. I can't be canceled because I work for you for free and no one cares what I think. And I don't have to answer anyone. So sorry, I'm not going to change my mind on that. But I do think Justin Timberlake is a little bit of a prick. Justin has issued a former, formal apology to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson via one of those like black and white Instagram story messages that they do that someone else obviously typed. It basically reads, actually this is a quote. I have seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care and respect this woman, and I know I failed. The industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this. Because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all it was while it was happening in my own life, but I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down again. Um, yeah, okay. So he's blaming the media for... <laughs> he's blaming the media for building him up and making it possible for him to be a successful asshole. Um, listen, I think we've always known that this guy is like a little bit of a jerk and it doesn't seem to be a secret. Personally, oh, here I go again. I don't think he, I don't believe he needs to apologize to Britney Spears. I'm sorry, I don't. They dated 20 years ago. They were both basically children. He isn't responsible for the headlines. He didn't have to dish on their love life, but he was 20 years old. Give him a break. She also has... 
<laughs> she also, guys, I'm sorry. She has no idea what the fuck is going on. She's making mud pies in her backyard all day. He didn't really need to do that. And if you listen, if you watch the documentary again and listen back to what all of these quotes, number one, are probably taken out of context. Number two, he never brought up the subject of Britney Spears. People would bring it up to them in order to elicit some kind of a shady or, you know, controversial response as reporters tend to do, as is their job. And, you know, I think a lot of the things that were said about her would never be said these days. And I think we just have to like, you know, sit down, take a seat, have a tequila and realize that things are changed now and, and be grateful for that. And don't make people go apologize for being human beings 20 years ago. It's ridiculous. I don't know. I also do not think he needs to apologize to Janet Jackson. If you guys remember, Janet was the headliner at that Super Bowl, not Justin. It was her show, her costumes, her choreography, her wardrobe malfunction. There is no way that her shirt wasn't sewn properly. The nipple slip was done on purpose. They didn't they didn't believe it would receive the backlash it did, and when it did, they were upset. Personally, I think it's completely inappropriate to show a bare breast at the Super Bowl halftime show, and they both look like fools. It wasn't just his fault. I'm so sick of white guys being wrong about everything, and all women are innocent. Give me a break. I think that, and people will say, well, everyone blamed her. Well, I think that Jada Jackson has fallen out of favor because she's over 50. She's pretty weird now and she's not making music anymore it's not because of Justin Timberlake and I I don't buy that she was the innocent party in that one I think they I think it was planned and it bombed and he looked like the jerk because he ripped it off and she didn't correct it it was just a mess but he doesn't need to apologize to these people and that said that was a pretty weak apology it's just it's just, it's, it's 20 years ago like let it go guys let it go then, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but some footage of Lindsay Lohan's treatment by the media at that time was is, is coming up. And there's an interview with David Letterman where he brings her on to talk about some movie or something. And he sort of is playing her pal like jokey jokey and brings up her, you know, upcoming rehab. And at one point she appears to like almost start crying and cause he just keeps hammering on and on about it. But again, I watched, there was a clip that came up on Instagram people were reposting, but then I went to YouTube and I watched the whole interview and it's quite different. So in the clip, it just appears that David Letterman, she sits down and he starts hammering her about rehab. That wasn't the case. They had a jokey jokey first, you know, five to seven minutes where he cracked a few jokes on the rehab thing to kind of like, to me, it looked like he was sort of taking her temperature. Like, can I joke with her? And she's a pretty good sport mostly. And then he kind of went in for the kill. But again, I don't think David Letterman needs to apologize to Lindsay Lohan. Jesus Christ. I mean, this was 15 years ago. He's a comedian. Number one, he's notoriously an asshole. And it sounds to me that he was annoyed that he had to interview her in the first place. Like, he's like, are you kidding me? Like, I just had, like, Barack Obama on here, and now I have to talk about, like, Herbie the love bug with this idiot. And it was bad that he kind of dug in, but again, he's a comic, and I don't think that anyone wants to hear, you know, he knows about ratings too, right? And he doesn't think that anyone wants to hear about, you know, her craft when she was you know, working on Mean Girls or Hervey the Love Bug as she was promoting in that ridiculous interview. 
I don't think he should be canceled or apologize. We were all feeding into this monster machine of juicy, salacious stuff in 2004, and he was just acting accordingly to that. It wasn't any worse than anyone else. And, you know, for people say people, you know, people like Letterman buried Lindsay Lohan. Ah, uh, no, Lindsay Lohan buried Lindsay Lohan. She is impossible to work with. She doesn't show up for her job. She's in rehab every five seconds. The reason why Lindsay Lohan started losing work is because of her DUIs and her drug arrests. And when movies studios hire you to work on a job, they have to pay insurance. And an actor like Lindsay Lohan, that's a drug addict getting in DUIs, etc., her insurance costs for the studios are through the roof. So that's why she stopped getting work. It's also why people like Charlie Sheen don't work. It's also why people like, for a while, Robert Downey Jr. couldn't work. When you're a drug addict and you're erratic and... When you don't show up for, you know, rehearsal or you don't show up on set at your call time, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars while the entire crew sits there and files their nails because they're unionized, they're paid by the hour, there's people that are freelance. They don't want people like Lindsay Lohan. It's not because David Letterman was mean to her. It's because she's completely unhirable at this point. So let's not go there. Listen, if the interview is now... I'd say slaughter him, but this was 2006, right? So we can't rewrite history. It isn't because she's a girl. Nobody was feeling sorry for her back then. If you guys remember, we were all feeding into that monster. I was like drooling. I actually worked at S Weekly during this time, and we got our rags. We call them the rags. We got them the rags. The rest of the public would get them on Fridays. We got them on Tuesday. So like Tuesday morning, I was like, oh my God, where is it? And Lindsay Lohan getting out of a cab with her underwear off was like, Everybody loved it, trust me. We were loving that these people were messing up. We can't look back with like, you know, now now I'm a mother. Oh, please, I still love it. And no one was feeling sorry for her back then. Remember, she got several DUIs back to back. She kind of deserved the shit that she got. She never took accountability for her actions. She gave BS answers, even to David Letterman, saying that like, she basically said that when I'm not working, I'm really bored and that's when I screw up. Uh, no, you can... You're an adult. Grow up. So in his defense, watch the full interview. Google it. It's on YouTube. This is a chop job by some TikToker. It's... No. All right, let's get into some more news. So it's been revealed that Mr. Big will no longer be in the SATC reboot, along with Kim Cattrall and David Eigenberg, who was Miranda's husband. So I was right on all fronts, it seems. And... Unless they're like leaking these things early to kind of like take our temperature and see what we say. But I think people are pissed about Mr. Big. I'm not pissed about it. I just, I don't want them to kill them. I don't want them to kill anybody because I want the, I want the door to be open for these people to come back. Like, can't they just say, I don't know. I don't even want them to be divorced. But I, I think Harry's going to be single. I don't think there's a show if she's married. And who wants to watch? I mean, I do, but. I'm a boring old person. So, I'm, and then I'm hoping that the absence of Steve will mean that I was right that Miranda will now be a lesbian. Please, 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 please. I just love it. I love, I love like educated lawyer, older lady lesbians. I just love it. Oh, it'll be great. And have her be like a politician, like in real life. I think she, I think she, I could be wrong. I think she like ran for mayor at one point. She did. She did. And she married a woman. Her, her name is Christine some, somebody, 
she was like the head of the teachers union for a while. Like they're very connected lesbian power ladies. I love it. Anyway, hmm. I will miss Kim. She will apparently not be replaced and her absence will be explained away. According to showrunner Michael Patrick King saying, quote, friendships fade over time. I kind of respect that, actually. I feel like more than one death is a bit of a stretch and even one, honestly. And these girls are selfish assholes. So someone falling out with them, like, actually makes a lot of sense. And it's just, I think, I think the dynamic of four besties is a really great, like, show idea. But is it, is it really like that? Does it really hold that much water in real life? I don't know. I mean, I know these girls that live in my town. They're, th they're like three of me. They're like the Trace Amigas. <laughs> no, there's three girls they hang out all the time. And I don't, I only really know one of them pretty well. And she's always bitching about the other two. And then the other two are fighting. And I'm like, this is a disaster. Like, keep me away from this shit. So the four frenzy thing. I mean, these women are like in their 60s. Like, come on. You don't have any other friends? Give me a break. In more stupid news, Luanne de Lesseps has hired a sober coach to help her through the upcoming season of New York Housewives. Who cares? I do not believe this woman actually has a drinking problem or is trying to be sober. It's a weird-ass headline. I mean, do, does anyone think she's actually an alcoholic? I thought she just did that so that she didn't have to go to jail. Like, didn't she quit drinking for a year just to, like, not go to prison? Are we really buying this? Why do you need a sober coach? Why would you even do that show if you couldn't drink? Forget it. I don't know if I've talked about this on here, but I gave up drinking for the month of January. And I actually lasted 36 days. Like, I it just... It's actually quite easy to do once you stop. Like, I know that sounds like, oh, you're so good. No. It really... You just stop thinking about it. The only time I actually... It's weird. I love wine. And the only thing I craved when I stopped drinking for a month was margaritas. And even now, like, I don't really care about it. Like, I, I want, I am drinking again, but, like, not on the reg. Like, not for no reason. But I do look forward to a margarita. So, I'm not a teetoler. Relax. I'm still going to be fun. But I just didn't want to be, like, a, I didn't want to, like, be, like, a drink-by-yourself kind of person. Do you know what I mean? It was getting to that point. It's been a long year, and it was, it was getting a little bit, like, and then I would, like, move the time up every day. Oh, 3.30. Like, no. Can't do that. Stop, Sarah. No. So Tiger Woods got himself into a little trouble today again. He was driving his... I thought it was a minivan, so I was, like, very... I, the, the whole thing that surprised me the most, I'm like, why is he driving a minivan? And Greg was like, no, no, no. It's a Sega Genesis. No, it's <laughs> Sega Genesis. It's a Hyundai Genesis that they lend him because he's, like, sponsored by them. It was like very, it was like a very strange looking SUV anyway, but he, um, lost control of his car at 7:15 this morning, um, tumbled down a ravine in his car, had to be extracted from the car by the jaws of life. And he is having surgery on his ankle and his leg. So I think he's supposed to be okay, but pretty scary stuff. And I just want to say that go Google the last thing that he did on TV this week. And he was a puffy like puffy, like very heavy eyelided mess. He did not look, he does not look good. So 
I think when you get into a car accident at 7.15 in the morning of that magnitude, it's possible that you are still drunk from the night before. Although my husband swears that Tiger's not a drinker. Well, I think he's a pill popper. And I think that he might have been coming off a bender of some sort because... I don't know who gets in a car like who gets in a single car accident of that craziness at seven o'clock in the morning. It's just a little weird. Anyways, I hope he's okay, but I think the masters are out. So this was the biggest news in our house the entire week. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, the Salt Lake City reunion. Do you guys care? Should I recap that? I lost interest in this like six episodes in, and then I heard that the reunion was so banging that I was like, ooh, and I went back and watched all of them, and I got back into it again. So the reunion is fire, like let me tell you. It, it concludes this week. Maybe I'll do a little thing, I don't know, maybe with Shannon or something, but it, 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 got, it got good. We got, it's like they, they kind of figured out how to have a show like, in the, like between the time that it wrapped and when the reunion came, and when the reunion came, they were like, completely different people and I was like this is what I've been missing the whole time at the end of the last episode of Salt Lake they did this cool montage of like all the fun that they've had over the season except it was like all like unaired clips and it was all of them having fun and doing cool stuff and I'm like why don't they air this crap like I don't know I don't know about you guys but sometimes I just want to see rich women having a good time and like getting Botox like I don't want to see fighting all the time I want to see people doing stuff that I can't ever do in clothes I can't afford and like sometimes sometimes I just want to see like joy you know what I mean I, I just maybe it's this year or something but I'm a little bit tired of the throwing of the wine glasses because someone was talking about my husband or you know whatever like can't we just see the fun stuff mm. speaking of by the way I don't know if you can hear this but I'm having like a Wendy Williams moment over here where I am literally sipping tea as I'm giving as I'm giving you the tea. Yes, I'm a, I'm a Wendy Williams stan. More on that later. More on that later. So New Jersey Housewives premiere this week. And it, I, you know, I'm, I gotta say, I trusted my instincts on this. I wasn't going to watch it. I was like, I'm kind of done with this. I don't want to see people in the clear COVID shields. Like I'm kind of done with the COVID story lines and stuff. And I have a couple other things I want. I was like, oh, I don't want to watch it this year. I don't really care anymore. I personally said to myself, I do not care about Ter Teresa Judice anymore. I, I can't, I don't want to listen to one more thing this woman has to say. I'm sorry. I've said it before. She's my least favorite housewife ever. I, she didn't even give enough juice after she went to prison. Like, no, she's just, she's like mean and boring at the same time. I just can't. Well, someone told me that had seen a screener. They're like, no, you need to watch it. Well, I'm glad I did because it is fire. It is right out of the gate. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but she brings it and Jackie brings it and it's going to be good. And I think they filmed it a little bit later in the summer because it was a little less covid than like Southern Charm and all that. I don't know, they just seemed to like mention it less and there was like much more like maskless behavior, which frankly, I kind of appreciate at this point. Like I want to be reminded of the good old days. Like I don't want to see people like crying about COVID and getting tested. Ugh, no. Okay, the Chris Harrison thing. I don't watch The Bachelor. I know, it's so crazy. You'd think I'd be 
the biggest bachelor bachelorette stan. I'm not. It's just not my bag. I, for me, it's just a little bit, I've seen a couple things here and there. I liked, I watched it like a long time ago, like when Jen Sheft was on, I was sort of into it. And then I just, for me, it's a little bit overproduced. I, it, to me, honestly, I think it's, I think the concept of like 38 year old women trying to find husbands on reality TV is ridiculous. They're all, they're all like hookers. I just, I'm not interested. I hate, I, it's, I, I don't know. The first couple seasons I was intrigued because I think people were like, the people they were finding were like genuinely looking for love. And now it's like, as I said, it's prostitutes that are looking to get jobs as extra correspondents. I'm not interested. But literally every podcast I listen to recaps it. Um, everyone I talk to watches it. So I do hear things from time to time. And Chris Harrison has, he's been the host for, gosh, 20 years or so. And I mean, how many seasons? 25 seasons or something like that. And he was recently on Rachel Lindsay's podcast. Now, Rachel Lindsay is, I'm only breaking this down for you guys because a lot of people are like, what happened? We don't get it. What's going on? This is, I, I think the only people that actually know what's going on are me because I spent time out of my life looking it up and like real bachelorette stands. Like, I don't think like the, I don't think America like understands what happened. So I'm going to break it down for you. And we might have to get into a little bit of cancel culture because, well, we'll see what you think. So Rachel Lindsay, who was the first black bachelorette, I want to say it was two years ago. She's a real cute girl. And she now has a podcast. It's actually pretty successful. And she interviewed Chris Harrison two weeks ago. During that podcast, she and Chris got into a discussion about there's a woman who's on the current season of The Bachelor named Rachel Kirkpatrick. They call her Rachel Kay on the show. And Rachel Kay is like 24 years old and in her college years which was like two years ago three years ago she attended she went to a southern school she attended an antebellum ball i went to a southern school a long time ago 15 plus years ago we had these two and i will tell you from personal experience that in 2002 2003 when i was in college Going to an antebellum ball had absolutely nothing to do with slavery. It had to do with, at least from my eyes, it had to do with dressing up in a beautiful dress and pretending that we were from the olden days. Okay? Nobody said anything rough. That's how I remember it. And then we just drank beer in our like weird scarlet O'Hara dresses. But it wasn't like, it was not meant to be offensive. That's all I'm saying here. Now... Cut to, where are we now? 2018, when Rachel Kay was in college? Maybe we don't do it now. I don't know. But she apologized, whatever. But Rachel Lindsay, so there's Rachel Kay, who's the antebellum girl from The Bachelor. Oh, and plot twist, the, the Bachelor this season is a black guy named Matt James. And first of all, he's very good looking. He's very boring. I watched like a hot second of it. I was like, he's, he wears turtlenecks and like weird tight pants. He's weird. I don't know. And he seems like not that fun. I'm not in him. 
anyway, but Rachel Kay is this, this antebellum girl is one of the front runners. So everyone's kind of watching to see if Matt James has commented on this thing, but he hasn't so far, which is interesting. But Rachel Kay went and made an apology and it was very, um, like very over the top. It was like, I'm, I can't remember the verbiage right now, but it was very like, I'm a horrible, terrible person and be better than me. And it was like, okay, Jesus, like, again, I don't, I don't think it's in great taste these days to be going to an antebellum party, but I don't think that people need to go around telling everyone how horrible they are. Like, there's also like a mob mentality here, right? Like if you're in a group of people and they're like, let's rob a bank. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's rob. It's kind of like that. If you're at a school where everyone's attending a ball, you're not going to go and be like, you know what? That's not right. You're not thinking about that. And I, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that it's, uh, I could get in trouble here, but I don't think that it's, really that great to put college kids on blast like that. I know it wasn't a long time ago and I know she's on TV now, but like, can't she just be like, that was an error in judgment. I don't feel this way and whatever. Like I was a kid. Can't we just say I was a kid aside from like murder? Could we just say I was a kid and move on anyway? So Chris Harrison is interviewed by Rachel Lindsay about it. And Rachel Lindsay is like, throwing daggers like she's pissed and she wants this girl Rachel Kay off the show <coughs> excuse me she wants apologies she's very she and she she's um she's like I'm exhausted like she I oh god anyway so Chris uh Chris is in a weird spot here because Chris Harrison I heard somewhere makes 30 million dollars a year and he speaks for about nine seconds on each Bachelor episode. And given that that's the case for him, why on earth would you ever put yourself in a position to fuck that up? Why? Why would you go on a, why would you open your mouth? Why can't you just play golf and keep your head down and make your $30 million a year for doing absolutely fucking nothing? He really blew it. Whether he's right or wrong, you don't need to be a celebrity, dude. Do your job, collect your paycheck, and shut up. Like, do you know what I would do for that job? I would I would do a lot. And I just think he feels really stupid right now. Because basically all he did was, he was just, he kind of mansplained the whole thing. And he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't like going along with Rachel, which he should have just been like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, move on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm he kind of tried to play a counterpoint to her and it really fired her up. And I also think that like getting into a situation where you're speaking with a person of color about what is, what is and what isn't offensive, you can't win. First of all, you'll, you can't pretend that you know that because you don't. And it's just a fight that you're not going to win. So why would you even take that on? You know? So anyway, so he's, He's not fired by ABC. He has chosen to step down for a few episodes. But in my eyes, to me, that's as good as fired. So I don't know why they don't... And what are they going to do? Teach him a lesson? He's going to come back next year? I don't understand. So I think he's going to be replaced by like a former bachelorette or something like that. Which, again, he's easily replaceable. He's a moron for messing this up. He has the, the best job 
on planet Earth, and he just lost it. So I don't think what he said was that bad, but I just think that like you can't fight with a person of color about what's racist and what's not without expecting your ass kicked for it. So, oh, Chris Harrison, you're an idiot. Really, you're an idiot. Right or wrong, he's dumb. Why would you even, why would you even go there, dude? He should hire me to do his PR. All right, something I like to do when I'm bored is to go through the AGC webpages website. So this is the Alt Gossip Celebrities, it's called. So it's agcwebpages.com. It's basically a conglomeration of all these great gossip sites. It's, it's a conglomeration of all their best blind items. And they reveal them every couple weeks. And I, I like to try to see if I'm right or whatever. So I'm going to go through a few today because there's a lot of news surrounding them. So I think it'll be interesting. The first one is, as I told you years ago, the offspring of a housewife, capital housewife, capital H, so it's from the Bravo show, came via an affair the husband had. Apparently that is about to be made public. So I hate these kind of blind items actually. So when there's a blind item like that, that is something potentially hurtful. And then people start speculating. And, you know, for, let's say there's five people, there's, first of all, it could be completely made up, number one. But if there's five people's names being tossed around, that means that four of them aren't true and they've just been dragged through the mud for no reason. So I don't love these. And for this one, there's like actually, I mean, I know every housewife, I don't mean to brag, but I do. And for this one, there's actually several women where this could be possible. But the front runner for this, unfortunately, is Brandy Redmond from Dallas. And... I feel kind of gross even repeating it, but because I just think about like someone's family and kids, it's just like awful, you know, I don't know. So if you're not familiar with the show, Brandi Redmond is the, the redhead girl. She's been on the show since the beginning of Dallas and she's actually quite cute and fun on the show. She doesn't bring, Dallas is a little bit of like housewives light. It doesn't really bring the ratings and the you know, the scandals that the other ones do, but it's, it's kind of fun. I enjoy it. And Brandy has, Brandy went on the show. She's a former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader and she went on the show with her bestie, Stephanie. And these two girls have actually like, I can't even think of another housewife friend duo that's actually like stayed friends over the years. These two are actually friends and I sort of think they don't take the show too seriously and they've been able to have nice lives regardless of it. But Brandy and her husband, Brian, had their marriage kind of troubles sort of play out on the show a little bit. And it, to me, it looked like everyone, oh, cheating on her and, you know, they're in trouble. But to me, it kind of looked like he was just like really uncomfortable with her being on TV and he was annoyed by the whole thing. And she brings him to dinner one night in the first season and she wanted to talk about their marriage and he just was like such a dick to her. But I saw a guy that didn't want to talk about his marriage on national television and didn't want to be there. And I just think he wants no part of this. And he hasn't really shown up in the show other than that. So, but anyway, these two have been dogged by cheating rumors for years. And 
she has two preteen daughters with him. And then like two seasons ago, she adopted a little baby boy. And the story was, the storyline for Brandy that season was that she wanted to get pregnant again. And she was unable to. So Stephanie, her bestie, who used to be a social worker back in the day, said that she got a cold call about a baby with red hair that needed adopting. And it was a boy. Brandy and her husband both have red hair. So they have two, they're like little cute redhead family. The kids have red hair. And this baby happened to have red hair. Brandy goes on TV and she's like, it was meant to be. And he's a boy and I already have two girls. And it was really kind of a nice story line for her. And it was, it, I thought it was very sweet. And then last year she got pregnant on her own accidentally. And then she just had another little girl. So she's got two babies at home and two teenagers. So for this to come out now is, I don't think it's true. I just have a feeling. I, I just don't get that feeling about them. I, I don't think that Brandy Rudman would raise another woman's child that had an affair with her husband. I just don't. I mean, I don't, I just don't see many people agreeing to that. Am I like, am I? Am I at a line here? I just don't think that... I don't see it happening. I really don't. And then she goes on to have another child with him. Like, what? I don't know, guys. I don't know. But anyway, Stephanie went on social media to defend her and, you know, say it's not true. And I, if it's not true, it's a shitty, shitty, shitty rumor. But I still don't think it's true. But something that is adding a little bit of fuel to this fire is Brandy got on Instagram today and seemingly has quit the housewives. So... Listen, I think that this is fine for her. She just had a baby. She has two little babies at home, as I said. Two older girls. She's got four kids. She doesn't need the money. Why the hell would you do this? Like, she's not trying to run... She's not trying to launch vodka business. I mean, Jesus Christ. Go be with your family. It's fine. Oh, this one is about someone I hate. So I love seeing stuff with this person. This A-list celebrity all of you know and either love or hate. Hate with no middle ground. Yeah was nearly an hour late to get her pap photo taken because she couldn't decide what to wear and if it would look right for grocery shopping. Grocery shopping is in quotes. Um, they're saying that's Chrissy Teigen. 100% that is true. She is the worst. Ugh, can't stand her. And then I googled Chrissy Teigen grocery shopping today and what do you know, there's a picture of her in this like totally cute outfit with her big giant hoops looking great. Grocery shopping, you suck. Lawyers on the opposite side of the West Coast housewife want any salary slash earnings she makes deposited into an escrow account. Well, that's obviously Erica Jane on Beverly Hills. I agree with that. I don't think she should be rolling in it right now. Next one. Could he be a serial killer? Sure, he could. Probably in my top five for possible actors who could be serial killers. He isn't being investigated for it right now, though. It is his people that are leaking this kind of thing to get people to stop talking about the sexual assault and rapes. Yes, in their world, a murderer gets a job before a serial rapist. And that's obviously Army Hammer. That's interesting because it is very true that the minute they started talking about him, like they basically like they tied him to a false accusation of murder and then everyone's like, he's not a murderer. And then all of a sudden, no one's talking about the rape and stuff. That's very interesting. 
I mean, these PR people are amazing. By the way, these blind items come from a number of sources. Most of them are from Crazy Days and Nights, which is an entertainment lawyer who's anonymous, and like 90% of what he says turns out to be true. So I'm just saying. Anyway, next one. Apparently, sleeping with as many people as possible has paid off for the celebrity reality star who was only famous for sleeping with a married A-lister. Our mistress is in consideration to be a housewife. If that's the case, she should probably stop yachting with the married guys before the cameras start rolling. Ooh. They're saying this is Madison from Southern Charm. I don't know because I don't believe this is true because A-Rod wasn't married when she slept with him, allegedly. And she said she didn't. She said they had an emotional affair. So I don't know if that's true, guys. I don't know. Who else do you think it could be? A celebrity reality star who's only famous for sleeping with a married A-lister. Who's in consideration to be a housewife. And Madison, why would she be a housewife? She lives in Southern Charmland. Like, that's... I don't know. I would just think on that. Moving on. One person who is wanting COVID to take its course is the wife of this foreign leader all of you know. She wants a divorce, but has agreed to wait until there's some type of normalcy. Another staged photo op like this week, though, did not make her happy. Meghan Markle. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? The staged photo op we're talking about is the one where she announced her second pregnancy. That's interesting. But why would she want a divorce now? That's the thing. She got everything she wanted. She has the money, the fame, the babies. She got him away from his family and for to what end? So you could like basically ruin your husband's whole life and then divorce him? I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I buy that. Maybe it's Kate Middleton. Hmm. But she didn't have a stage photo op this week. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Okay, the next one. This Southern reality star might have a boyfriend, but she is still yachting as much as possible. That is Catherine Dennis from Southern Charm. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder about that. So, yachting. So, if you guys aren't familiar with yachting, this is something that entails going on... So, putting yourself out for hire as an escort. Going out on boats. They call it yachting, but you don't have to be on a boat. You could be on a boat. You could be on a date. You could be professional girlfriend for very rich men and sometimes they'll take you in as a sugar baby and pay your bills and so on and so forth and sometimes I look at Catherine Dennis and I'm like who is paying your bills like she drives a nice car I don't think Southern Charm I don't think they make like that much money I don't know I don't think the boyfriend is real as I talked about with Shannon I I mean they're still together but like I think that might be like a mutually beneficial situation. I'm not really sure. That's just me. It could be Madison though. <laughs> oh no, she doesn't have a boyfriend. Anyway, next one. Of course, the illiterate one is the one who had to have the change made to the reporting of a life event. And as I have been telling you for months, her significant other will be traveling solo. The question is, will he return to his significant other after traveling or just hang out with his easygoing drinking buddy, the foreign-born A-list one-named singer. That's a twister. This is Meghan Markle, Archie's birth certificate, Prince Harry, and Adele. 
So the thing about Archie's birth certificate, I think is because they had his birth certificate changed to have like a regular last name other than like his Royal Highness or whatever like that because they've left the Royal family. And I have heard rumors that Prince Harry and Adele have been hanging out and not in like a romantic way, but like a We Miss England kind of way. I don't know. There's so much swirling around Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. And I just think that like, I, I sort of, on one hand, I want him to be happy and have a good life. But on the other hand, I think when you get married and then everything changes really quickly and you become alienated from your family and your past life and your friends and everything you've ever known for your marriage, it's, it's not great. And I just, I hope that a lot of people think that he's going to wake up one day and go back to England and be like, bye. But he, he's left a lot of, a lot of people are upset with him. So I don't know. I, 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 oh God, I think this woman, I hope that they are a great love story because if not, she has completely ruined this guy's life. Next one. Oh, this is good. Okay. This A-list dual threat actor with a big temper told his disgraced catching, casting couch director best friend that he was blindsided about the things his wife said and did. This short break could be very well leading to a permanent one, which would be incredibly ugly to watch. So that was revealed to be Alec Baldwin and James Toback. So I don't even know why I'm mentioning James Toback. Who cares? But... This is basically saying, which I've been saying all along, that Alec Baldwin was completely blindsided about the Hilaria Baldwin Spanish grifting thing when she pretended to be from Spain and got, got, you know, found out about that. Hear me out. I know they've been married for a long time. I know they have five kids. Alec Baldwin, though, is like 67 years old. Hilaria Baldwin is like 38 years old. It's completely and totally possible that Alec Baldwin has never been like, hey, uh, where'd you go to high school again? I don't think they've ever talked about it. He doesn't give a shit. And maybe she did, and it like went in one, went in one ear and not the other. But like, I don't think he spends time with her family. Like, how weird would that be for like her dad, who's the same age as Alec Baldwin? I don't think he spent much time with her family. I think he's met them, but like, I think it's completely possible to be married to an older man who, like, doesn't have time for your childish bullshit and just never got, never investigated your partner's life. I think it's completely possible. I don't see him caring about her friends from high school. Like, I think he does his thing and she did her thing and he loved that she was a Spanish and he never really dug into it and then... Or just never really cared. And he probably thought, like, whatever, she's not hurting anyone. And then she's, like, totally embarrassed him. So there's been pictures of him in the New York Post, you know, over the past couple weeks. of He said he was quarantining, so he, like, rented this little cottage near their Hamptons house. And, you know, he's been seeing coming and going from there. But they're just saying that he's quarantining. But it's possible he's really, really pissed at her. I don't know. Oh, this is a good one. According to the latest issue of this monthly magazine that does Hollywood big once a year, 
the person who ran the very popular crowdsource gossip Instagram page no longer has anything to do with it. So the monthly magazine that does Hollywood Big is Vanity Fair and the gossip Instagram page is Dumois. So I've heard this too. So I've heard that the person that started Dumois, like the chick, doesn't have anything to do with it anymore. And she, she had a full-time job and she was just like, I'm out. Dumois is interesting. So we all started following Dumois over the beginning of the pandemic and it's a lot of fun, but it's, I don't get into it too much. Anyone can send in celebrity stuff to Dumois. They can completely make it up. It's not vetted in any sort of real way. And you know, it's fun to pass the time, but it's, it gets a little weird when people start like reposting it and then it's like wildfire and anyone can, like you can't believe any of it because anyone can write stuff in. So I don't know, but I, I do believe that because it's just gotten so big and I'm in their private Facebook group and they just shut it down. So the Facebook group for Dumois, it's called Dumois Detectives or something. So Dumois famously won't reveal who the blinds are about on the Instagram page. And then, but they're happy to like host this Facebook page where people can guess and talk amongst themselves. And they just shut that page down. So this could very well be true. I mean, people are going to start suing. It's absolutely, I mean, I love it. I live for it. I'm like up all night following it, but I, people are, I mean, it's, it's, this cannot last forever. I think there might actually be a happy ever after for the former reality star, all of you know. She really likes the fact that she doesn't feel pressure to have sex with her boyfriend. I'm not sure they ever have even tried. And that's supposedly Paris Hilton and Carter Room. Carter Room. They just got engaged, by the way. They just got engaged and Paris was like, what a wonderful surprise. I'm like, mm, go look at the pictures, guys. Go, go Google Paris Hilton's engagement. She was in a white dress and they set up a stage on a beach with curtains and champagne and like tufted velvet seats on the beach. And there's photographers there. They just happen to be there. It was such a surprise. I think she's been engaged like four times. What is the point? I think that she should cut the shit. Now that we're talking about this. I think the Paris Hilton should cut the shit. Have a baby with somebody or just get a sperm donor and have a baby and... Just have boyfriends. Like, why are you, why are you pretending to be engaged and getting married? It's never going to happen. I'd be very surprised if this ever happened again. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right, guys, it's a short one today, but it's just, it's pretty juicy, I think, right? It'll keep you going for a couple more days till we can get something else in the, in the can here. Make sure you go watch I Care A Lot. On Netflix. I posted about it the other day. It's a movie on Netflix that stars Rosamund Pike, who was the Gone Girl chick. She's an amazingly talented actress. She's completely underrated, in my opinion. She plays a woman who is a care is a caretaker for elderly people, and she finds wealthy elderly people, and then she like. I'm not going to give away too much, but she basically like forces them under her care and then like steals all their money and stuff. And she's got like all these people that work for her and it's like this crazy, shady, horrible business. And she finally meets her match, let's say. And Peter Dinklage is in it. 
Um, gosh, what's the actress's name? Diane Weist is the older woman. Excellent. I mean, that movie is going to like win Oscars, in my opinion. I thought it was so great. And I just found it on a whim. A lot of you have already seen it. I didn't know. It was, apparently, it's been out for a while. I don't know. But it was excellent. Please watch it. Also, you need to watch. Wait, hold on. I forgot the name of this. It's also on Netflix. It's called. It's a series about a family who runs their own funeral home. And it's like this single mom. And God, it's funny. Oh, God. What is the name of this? Oh my God, it's so funny. So they own this funeral home and it's like the, the mom is crazy and this, oh God, the, the son is like doing the burials and it's, he like has to get his, Buried by the Bernards. Okay, you gotta watch it. It's called Buried by the Bernards. It's a reality show. So it's in this reality series, the bickering but big hearted Bernards manage their budget friendly funeral home while helping grieving families stay farewell. So the son, in one part, he has to go to like a makeup school because his cadaver work is not good and he has to like get his skills going. And they actually set up a drive-through um, funeral thing like pre-COVID, which is like actually working out very well for them right now. It's really, really funny. Um, Debbie is the mom. She is, the mom just looks at the rest of them and she's like, you're all idiots. It, oh God, it's so good. Please watch this. I'm not finished yet, but the the they're all they argue all the time. They have no idea how to run a funeral home. It's really funny, and it, they don't show dead people. Don't worry, it's very lighthearted. Anyways, I hope you have a great week. Um, tell me what you're watching. Tell me what you want to hear about. And uh, I'm so sorry about the snow, guys. It's pretty terrible, but we're gonna get out of this alive. We're gonna get out of this alive. I love you. Bye.